Welcome to Mind Styling, the podcast that explores how we can win at the game inside our heads and make a mark on this world in our own unique style, on our own terms. We interview entrepreneurs and leaders who aren't afraid to push the boundaries and set their own definitions of success. We will share with you the tips and techniques they use to style their mind and give you the tools you need to start mind styling for yourself. Hello, lovely mind stylers out there. This is Dr. Becky Sage. And I'm Amy Armstrong. This is Emily Kent's top tip episode. I hope you've had a chance to listen to Emily's interview. If not, you can go back and listen to it after this top tip or before it, whichever you prefer. So Emily's top tip was about um, kind of how to how to get out of your head, really, and how to be sustainable in your life. That was something she talked about quite a lot. Um, so and her top tip was to do something physical to reset your mind. Amy, what do you think of this top tip? Oh, it's so good. <laughs> Ex- well, exercise is such a state changer. Yeah. Um, it can just re-energize us. It can just change everything. It it literally stops our minds whirring and starts um, it starts our brains to produce all those lovely endorphins and neurotransmitters. It's just such a powerful one and critical for our mental health exercise. But it it's personal to you as well. Um, actually, research shows that if we're forced to do something we don't like, it won't help at all. <laughs> probably do the opposite but if we're doing something we genuinely love then it's perfect now Becky you are a very fit young lady how does how does exercise help you well thank you Amy um I I have been I've used exercise for want of a better word since I was at least three or four years old uh so well over 30 years um and it's it kind of goes past for me it's almost like breathing um you know I think that I it's a it's a survival mechanism that I have always used and and that actually is the the baseline for me that first and foremost it's something that I just kind of have to do to feel healthy and of course that helps as you said about mental health but of course our physical health as well um is is that is helped by uh exercise and for me my social health was also massively helped by exercise uh so for me it's about finding the right exercise uh there's been times in my life when I've over exercised as well and you know you've got to be conscious that you're not it's not just another thing to get addicted to so um which which I think there were times in my life when I almost ran away into exercise but now I try to keep the balance and for me gymnastics which listeners of this podcast will probably not be surprised about uh gymnastics is my main source of exercise except I am currently in lockdown so my normal routine has changed somewhat I'm running more and I am uh but I'm still doing more foundational and basics work in gymnastics which is interesting because I've had to add the running so that I you know like you talked about the endorphins um when you're doing more kind of conditioning work that doesn't for me have quite the same effect necessarily it makes me stronger which is great um and I enjoy it and it switches off that part of the day but it doesn't necessarily do that um you know the getting the heart rate up and and kind of having space to breathe so 
So yeah, absolutely. It's incredibly important. And in my normal non-lockdown life, and, and mostly in my lockdown life, uh, it's a chance to end the working day. So I do not go back to emails after I've exercised. I do not go, you know, I might go back to my phone, but depending on what time it is, but it's my cutoff point. And that has allowed me to, to remain incredibly healthy in terms of not, uh, unless it's a real emergency or a very special occasion, uh, that exercise acts as that end point. So, so it's actually many hours between when I, when I finish work and I go to bed because exercise is that buffer in between. Well, that's really interesting because actually exercise has to happen for me before midday. Otherwise, it doesn't. <laughs> exercise of a type which gets my heart rate up. But uh, yes, so I'm much more a start the day rather than end the day. In in lockdown, I've been I run in the mornings. So my preferred time of day to to exercise, mm. if that was all I was doing, is the mornings as well. But it, but. I need something that acts as that buffer from work and, you know, in normal life. That's why it's in the evenings. Well, something that I've loved during lockdown is walking. Um, so I'm mm. exercise, because actually, so this is a really key point. Is there's just so many different types of exercise. And Emily was talking about putting up shelves. Yeah. Now, that that's something physical, um, but it's also mental. So it's a, it's a complete break mm. from her other requirements on her. And she can just yeah. focus on it solely. But I, um, I'd never, it would never occur to me to put up a shelf as, as a, a physical exercise, as a mental uh, challenge for me, <laughs> but actually yeah. incredibly satisfying. And I think that's something else. It's that ability to just achieve something. And interesting what you said there, actually, it wouldn't occur as a physical ex- um, like activity. Mm. Neither would I, but I think it's because we don't think of it as exercise. Yeah. But it is physical, isn't it? Yeah. We're physically doing something. We're physically creating something. Um, and, and that's, again, I think kind of our mindset is a bit stuck there maybe so it's good to think about it in a different way exactly it's something that gets I mean but it it is physical if if it requires a whopping great big hammer and a load of walloping of nails into it and it gets your heart racing and the endorphins flowing there's a really good book of course I've got one um, (laughs) by Dr John Ratey called Spark how exercise improves the performance of your brain and he writes in a brilliant way. Actually, there are some interviews with him and I think there's some animations of summarising the book all over the internet. Um, I'll put some links in the show notes. But he talks about how exercise has been shown to be as effective as a handful of Prozac. I mean, that's his, he's a doctor. He's allowed to say things like that. Um, but, but it is powerful and there's so much research showing us. And in fact... Yeah. The NHS actually now prescribe gym memberships to some of us. So uh, it's really key. Um, It's the most powerful positive action we can take towards our mental health. But it's about what you love. So it can be gardening. It can be walking. It can be yoga. It can be Pilates. It can be Tai Chi boxing, um, weightlifting, triathlon, so many of my friends, so many of my clients, actually, it's been finding their sweet spot, their relationship Mm. with the right sort of exercise. Personally, if you, and we saw this in our interview with Nat, wasn't it? The idea for me (laughs) of going to a gym to do gymnastics 
I, I was quite happy about the idea of going to a gym to lift weights with Nat, but for, to go and join you to do handstands was just a complete, yeah. no way. <laughs> Don't think I've forgotten. Just because we're in lockdown, <laughs> we're getting no. in that gym. No, I mean, how to increase my stress levels. <laughs> can't knock it if you don't try it oh uh, yes and I'll have you know inversions are incredibly good for reducing stress levels <laughs> so this is all about <laughs> us choosing what makes us feel most comfortable <laughs> we'll go and have a laugh and and it'll be fine um and I'll and actually I'm pretty good my core muscles are good at the moment because I'm because I've got plantar fasciitis so I can't blooming well run which is really annoying but I can do workouts and I'm having a great time of it. In fact, I, I've, I've borrowed, been inspired by my 11-year-old dance fanatic of a daughter. And I'm now doing the same workouts that she does, which is quite interesting. But of course, I can do it at my age. So you've got the body of an 11-year-old. <laughs> no, that no. does not come out right. No, you might do. I don't. Mm. <laughs> I've had three children. <laughs> but I feel good. It's okay. I, de- I definitely don't need the body of an 11-year-old. I've moved on from that phase of my life. Oh, but you're um, wonderfully lithe and but... strong. Um, I'm, I'm not lithe, but I'm relatively strong. But it feels good. And there are times when I just don't manage to do what I want to do. And I feel so much more energised. It's such an interesting one, isn't it? Because when we feel too tired, we think we can't exercise. Well, some of us do. Um, we feel like we haven't got enough energy for it. But actually, if we can find the exercise that will nourish and nurture us, actually, we'll feel more energised. So that answers two of the questions I was just about to bring up, or two of the points I was just about to bring up, because something that came up in Nat's interview, not so much in Emily's, Emily seemed to just have this ability to always have the energy to do various things Uh, but something that definitely came up in Nat's interview was the only trouble with having exercise as your outlet is for those is those times when you're just completely exhausted when you are close to burnout and um, and I think something that I really wanted to bring up and make the point of is not the same thing doesn't always work all of the time so it's really good to have a portfolio of different things. So for me, it's about having a balance. And sometimes yoga or walking is exactly the right thing. And sometimes running, sometimes gymnastics and all of those different things are, again, it's it's a toolkit. It's your exercise toolkit. Choose which one is going to work for you at the right time. And to do that, you probably do need to push yourself out of your comfort zone a little bit sometimes just to to find some of those things. Um, and of course, something else I really wanted to bring up, uh, which isn't totally related to what Emily was saying here, um, because in fact, when she was talking about doing something physical, she was almost talking about getting away from other people and away from other things. But for me, what I love about exercise is that it's a time when I can go and do something that's important in my life, but I can also socialize at that time. So it is two, a two bird with one stone thing. I'm not the person who wants to go to socialise in a bar or a club or even really that often, you know, a restaurant or anything like that. I love to be doing, I love to be moving. So for me, it's the best time. And actually, this was one of Jess, about Jess's top tip and building networks and your support networks. Um, it's the best time for me to socialise. It's the best way for me to make make friends is in, in gym. I think this is what's so key. It's all about tailoring it to our individual needs. 
And actually, just mm. taking a moment to just think about what's the energy that we want from it. So for those of us who can find ourselves getting quite um, frustrated and angry, we've got lots of passion. For us, we've got two choices. Mm. We might love it by going and finding a really high energy spin class with this pounding track for instance and just it just lights us up or boxer size or uh, crossfit so that serves us if if we want to build up that side of us but also we might want to just actually step away from that type of energy and just soften it and bring it bring it down and make it much more grounded and that's when it might be our yeah. yoga our Pilates, our Tai Chi. And then um, those of us who are very creative souls, it's uh, we might want variety. So actually, we might not, not want to be doing the same exercise every day at that same time. We might want to have a sort of a sort of smorgasbord of options and to just really enjoy trying out different things. And my goodness, there's plenty out there, even in lockdown on the internet, isn't there? Well, for me, it's MoveGB. That's why I love MoveGB. And I'm shouting them out because... Uh, transparency I'm an ambassador for them um, but they're also a local company they're a set squad company and it's just brilliant because you don't have to pay any different you've got like a set thing and you can just go okay I fancy this right now and and I found that a really good way to explore new um, mm. new ways of doing things so yeah that's that's how I've um, how I found those new things and interestingly yeah I've found yoga a lot harder during lockdown because I'm in I feel like I'm in my testosterone a lot more at the moment, a um, lot more focused, a lot more um, just driven around very focused tasks, um, less kind of buying into the more creative side of one, not in the divergent thought, in my convergent thought. Um, and that's that's made yoga a lot harder. Um, so it's so interesting. And I think I think you're exactly right. We've got to try the the things that work for us and um, and try and figure out what um what is the best way what is it you need from it taking emily's example as well that this isn't about exercise this is actually about doing something physical so it might even be crafts it might be you know that something else creating something with your hands you know that is a physical act um so yeah i think it would be lovely to hear from all the listeners. What are the things that you do? Do you go down that kind of pounding exercise route? Do you find different things work for you at different times? Um, are you more of a crafter, a maker? Um, do you love doing DIY, putting your shelves up? Uh, all of those different things. We'd, we'd really like to know what works for you. What is it that gets you out there, resets your mind? And and how do you use those things to kind of just make you feel healthier and more effective in your life? Thank you for listening. If you haven't listened to Emily's interview, go back and listen to it. It's amazing. She's just had an incredible journey through more than one business. And um, yeah, I just find it incredible listening to her story. So thank you and see you again soon. So we hope that you enjoyed that as much as Becky and I did. Now, Becky, where can we find you? You can find me at uh, beckysage.com or I hang out a lot on Instagram. So that's at Dr. Becky Sage. 
you can find things about how to get business coaching with me there. Also, if you'd like to invite me to be a speaker or to work on any of your projects, then please do get in touch. So, Amy, where can our listeners go if they want to find out more about you? You can find me at amyarmstrongcoaching.com. Come and explore leadership and wellbeing coaching and hypnotherapy. So now it's time to remind our listeners of the My Styling three C's, curiosity, community and compassion. So get curious about what resonated most for you in that interview. Join our community by subscribing to the Mind Styling podcast and share your experiences with us on Instagram and Facebook. You can find us at Mind Styling Podcast and on Twitter where you can find us at Mind Styling Pod. And do all this with compassion for yourself and others. Enjoy your Mind Styling journey. So we can't always control the situations that are going on outside of us but we can be in control of how we react to those situations. And that is what mind styling is all about.